your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It is also an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends over at McDonald's for always being there. McDonald's, I'm loving it. Gino Camilleri here, the host of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, to bring you this Friday edition of the show. And we thank you for always making the Lockdown Eagles podcast your first listen of each and every day, five times a week. We come to you after the games when the Eagles play. We are always here breaking down the latest news, talking the hottest topics when bringing up the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's what we're going to do today here on the show. It is Friday, and we are going to get into the Jalen Hurts discussion and what we should look for in Jalen Hurts going up against the Las Vegas Raiders. This is the first time that they will be taking on the Raiders inside Allegiant Stadium as the Las Vegas Raiders. They have an away game in Las Vegas, another away game against Detroit, then they go home to play the Chargers, and then they're here in my new hometown of Denver, Colorado, when they take on the Denver Broncos. So three of the next four games are on the road. Three of the next four are against AFC West opponents, a division that is in contention for being one of the best in football currently. You're looking at it with how good the Chargers are playing under Justin Herbert. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs seem to get things turned back around in their last game. They seem to be headed towards the Chiefs of old. The Broncos have been stumbling a bit, but the Raiders, I would say, are the biggest conundrum in this division. And right now, under Rich Basaccia, and in our discussion yesterday on Crossover Thursday, your boy Q brought it up, that this team looks rejuvenated under Rich Basaccia. They look like they're playing better offensively, more creative, they're getting to you on defense, and you're traveling to a place where those fans will travel. It will be loud in there for the Eagles inside that dome. It is going to be an environment that is going to be difficult on Jalen Hurts. But the thing is, you're going against Derek Carr and the third highest passing offense in the NFL. This isn't going to be an easy day at the office for the offense in Philadelphia because Derek Carr right now is averaging over 300 yards a game passing. They're averaging north of 24 points per game in terms of their offense. And the Eagles have been right around that 22 to 24 point range for the last few weeks here. And if they want to get a win, we would have to expect that Jalen Hurts has the ability to outduel Derek Carr. Because both teams right now, the rush game isn't the strong point. Both teams allow yards on the ground. I think that, that will be the even contest. I think it comes down to whatever quarterback gets into a rhythm fastest in this game. And that's what will continue our discussion here on this Friday edition of the show, talking about Jalen Hurts in segments two and three. But before we do that, we have some news from the Philadelphia Eagles. The latest injury report has come out. Some names that are on there. Anthony Harris did not practice. He is listed as questionable with both. Both of his hands are currently injured, and he had a groin injury. 
Landon Dickerson was limited in practice today, should be good to go with that knee. Dallas Goddard is coming off of the COVID protocol. He did have a press conference this morning. He says he's good to go. He said he was achy for two weeks, and he's now ready to come back in that place of Zach Ertz where he is the guy that is going to take the burden. And that's another matchup to look at. Our tight end against their tight end. Dallas Goddard against Darren Waller. Two guys that are young and up-and-coming tight ends in this league. Those guys should look to play a major role. Another, I would say, bigger injury than most people might make it out to be is Rick Lovato with a hamstring injury. He was limited today. He did come out of the game last week. If the Eagles have to go to their emergency long snapper, who I would assume would be Dallas Goddard, it usually is a tight end. That wouldn't be good for this team, especially on special teams where Jake Elliott has been so good and Aaron Sipos has been able to deliver clean punts all around the football field due to having Rick Lovato. A few more names here on the injury report. Derek Barnett had a foot injury. He was full practice today. He will be good to go. Jason Kelsey also with his foot and he rested full practice and will be good to go. And the one name that I am the most excited for, and I think most Eagles fans are, and I would say Jalen Hurts himself is very, very fond of this player coming back. And that is your right tackle, Lane Johnson. Lane was out the past couple weeks. He put out a great message talking about how he had to take time away to work on himself, to step away from football and fight through his anxiety and depression. As in somebody who fights through that every single day and has many close people close to my heart that fight through that same issue, doing what Lane Johnson did, it takes an A-plus human being to go and do that and spread that message. And hopefully it will make it easier to be talked about in that locker room because we know in the modern day, it is one of those things that is coming to the light, players' mental health. And I will be the first person, there's been many days in the past that I come on this microphone and I just mentally was not there and I don't feel like I was giving it my all on the show. And I, I know where a guy like Lane is coming from. And when you're thinking about your own well-being, it's tough to think about anything else. So just at the end of the day, I want to leave you with this. Be a good human being because you don't know what anybody is going through at any given time. If a guy who is six foot six, 300 pounds, as manly as you can get, has to fight through that every day, there are anybody in the world could be going through that. And I'm glad to see him back. I'm glad to have the heartbeat of that right side back. We'll now see Jordan Mailata move back to left tackle. Lane Johnson will be your right tackle. Your right guard should be Jack Driscoll. And hopefully those two can kind of mesh well in the beginning to get off to a hot start, which could potentially be the right side of the future with Brandon Brooks' future uncertain here in Philadelphia. So that's just some injury updates here. The Eagles do look ready to go in terms of personnel. Anthony Harris, I would say, is the biggest no-go at this current point in time. If they have to go without Anthony Harris, you'll probably see Marcus Epps get a few more of those snaps. Kevon Wallace was just activated in terms of his 21-day window to come back from his injury. Not yet and ready to go. Same thing with Tyree Jackson at the tight end position. So expect a guy like Noah Togia and a young Jack Stoll to get some reps at tight end. And they're going to have to be in for a big day and help out their quarterback in Jalen Hurts. And that's what we're going to talk about in these next two segments here on the Locked On Eagles podcast. But if you want to get in the game and bet on some Jalen Hurts player props, there's no better place to go 
Then betonline.ag with a new web interface for the start of basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for basketball and football action this season. Head to their new and updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do is use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. It's right in the title of the show. Take that, go to Bet Online and get that 50% welcome bonus. And also, if you love football, you love basketball, there's also hockey, soccer, there's boxing, UFC. Everything is going on right now. A great time to be a sports fan. And if you're not a fan of sports, you could also go play their favorite Vegas casino games. I'm a big fan of roulette. Put down 24 for me for good luck. And don't wait to take advantage of all their amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right, everybody, welcome on in to the second segment, excuse me, the final edition of this week here on the Locked On Eagles podcast. Gino Camilleri joining you as the host of the show. Lou will be back. Busy day with the work. The guy is a working man. He had a busy week. He will be back here when we do the post-game show after the Philadelphia Eagles take on the Las Vegas Raiders, and they will be headed by Jalen Hurts. It is a game, and I think this part of the schedule and going down the stretch where you are facing the easiest level of competition across the NFL, now is the time for Jalen Hurts to get right. Jalen Hurts will only be the second quarterback in Philadelphia to take on the Raiders since Randall Cunningham did it in 1995. Those two other individuals that were at the helm, Donovan McNabb and Nick Foles, played against the Raiders for nearly two decades. Way beyond that time, it's Jalen Hurts' team now. What are they going to get out of this unit? And let's start, I think there's three big talking points going into this game where we can look for Jalen Hurts to really turn it around. I look at number one, decision-making. You're going against the Raiders team right now that does have a lot of moving parts on the back end. They're banged up a little bit at the corner position. Q said it on our crossover show that they always have guys moving around, but it looks like their safety core is pretty short up right now. When you look at the wide receivers, you have to get on the same page with these guys. The last couple weeks, when you go back and watch the All-22, the decision-making from Jalen Hurts has been questionable at best. He's escaped the pocket a bit too early, put his eyes down at times, pulled the ball when you can look on the tape and you'll see guys that are wide open at times, and he just misses them because he has his head down. I think that comes down to decision-making, which leads me to my second talking point, which is understanding the pocket and feeling pocket pressure better. You're going against a Raiders team that can affect the pocket. You hope now with Lane Johnson being back that you can shore up that pass protection a little bit more and hopefully get the ground game running, no pun intended, to where you can feel confident in getting Miles Sanders the ball and getting Kenneth Gainwell the ball, which then should set up a play-action game, which this team really hasn't seen in the fast past few weeks, which should open up that pocket for Jalen Hurts to step up and feel more comfortable. But if they get to him early in the interior and he is quick to pull it, that decision-making, my first talking point, then leads into his second decision uh, talking point here, being that if he's not comfortable in the pocket, 
and they're able to get him to roll left instead of right, you have seen the skew between the numbers of him going right versus going left. If he goes to the right, he's one of the better throwers in the league. But if you get him going to his left, he makes a lot of bad decisions. He's thrown a majority of his interceptions to that side of the ball in this season. You can note the one to Zach Ertz where he missed him in the honey hole, overthrew him, and the safety gets it on the sideline against Carolina. But if he could feel comfortable in the pocket and he's able to see the field well, and you can match up that decision-making with his presence in the pocket and hopefully guys like Miles Sanders and Kenny Gainwell can continue to block well from that running back position, Jalen Hurts should have time and should have his receivers open to let the ball fly. He has to know what is open in the NFL. It's not when a guy's beaten by one or two steps. If he has a half man on him and you see Devontae Smith put his arm up, which he has at times this year, and Jalen has just missed him, you have to let the ball rip. And I think this game, now that you're going against an opponent that I would say is, I, I keep saying they're right at the middle of the pack. Like, I, I don't know where they are as a team yet. They're, they're still getting Rich Bisaccia and that whole situation figured out. But the Raiders could come out and do exactly what they did in the first three weeks of the season and dominate a game. And if you're telling Jalen Hurts that he has to battle back, he can't play hero ball. He has to sit in the pocket and make throws at times, simply because if Nick Sirianni is going to call the game that way, you have to do your best to be able to attack that defense. And talking point number three, when I look at Jalen Hurts, I just say, go play football. You've made throws that make us say, man, we want to keep seeing more. At college, you did that at Alabama in that offense. Then you go to Oklahoma, the same thing. Under Doug Peterson, there was times when he just... We were like, man, these throws to the sideline, we weren't seeing Wentz do that last year. And then this year as well, there's times when he's rolling out, throws across his body, and you're saying, where has this been all, all season? Just be consistent and go out there and play the football that you haven't been known to play, Jalen. Don't make silly decisions. If it's an RPO call, read the guy, read the linebacker, and if you have to hand it off, hand the ball off. I think this week they can get Jalen Hurts in a better rhythm going against the Raiders' run defense, which is susceptible to let up yards on the ground, which also should set up well for Jalen Hurts feeling confident and his ability to, at times, when pressure does break down, and I'm saying when it does break down and the pocket gets a little messy, make the Raiders pay for that. They're a defense that likes to get upfield. Gus Bradley has his guys get after the quarterback. The linebackers are going to be in play. I wouldn't be shocked to see a spy on Jalen Hurts for a majority of this game, just be confident and make the right decisions. And that's what it comes down to, being a confident football player, making the right decisions, being comfortable in the pocket. We know that he has a winning mentality. We know that he has an arm that he can make the throws within his skill set, and we know that he can overcome adversity. So in quarters one through three, when the script is there for you in the first quarter and you're starting to get your footing, just stick to the script. Don't make it harder on yourself than it should be. And I think that could be said about a lot of Eagles on this team. Don't make it harder for Nick Sirianni and company to have to game plan against a team that they are winning in spite of. And it all starts at the quarterback position with Jalen Hurts. And we will continue and finish up this discussion on the flip side of this break, Gino Camilleri here to talk about our friends over at McDonald's as well. Yesterday, 
I didn't want to get up. I was playing my new video game on my PlayStation 4 with my buddies. And I said to my fiance, I got my McDonald's app. I said, let's just go get McDonald's. We both got two for six. And us at the Lockdown Eagles podcast love McDonald's. And they've been serving communities since 1965. It's just a place where you could go get tasty and affordable food with friends, with family. When my family comes into town, my dad, for some reason, is obsessed with Big Macs. And hey, He's giving McDonald's business and it's a place where you can go and meet up with your study group and get dependable Wi-Fi, endless supplies of French fries, and McFlurry's win or lose. It's a place where teammates, competitors, and the home team or away team can go to recharge. It's a place where you always look for when you stop on a long road trip. It's 22 hours from here to New York when I'm driving home from Denver. We get McDonald's. I would say every single stop that we stop. If you're coming home from a little league game with your kids, you have to stop after a big sporting event like a football game, like the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Or did you ever know that you could go and do your work there with the Wi-Fi that they have? Get a cup of coffee, get some French fries, sit down, refuel, reconnect, and maybe we'll even watch an Eagles game there with the Locked On Eagles podcast. Thank you, McDonald's. As always, McDonald's, I am loving it. This show is also brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar brings you freedom of choice when it comes to choosing from all their delicious flavors? Coconut, Cherry Barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Strawberry, Orange, Cookies and Cream, German Chocolate. If you haven't tried any of them, get their mix and match box where they'll give you two of each of them. When they send us some samples here, they give us three of each. They just sent us the Coconut Brownie Crunch and the Blueberry Muffin. Keep an eye out for those because not only are they delicious, they're healthy too. You get 17 to 18 grams of protein per bar, only up to 180 calories, low in sugar, low in carbs, amazing flavor, flavor, excuse me, all healthy and all tasty. Order today to get one of their limited edition flavors or their nine original flavors. Go to built.com and use the promo code Locked on, that's use the promo code locked on or locked 15. Either or of them should work for you at builtbar.com. And we always thank Built Bar for being one of the great sponsors here at the Lockdown Eagles podcast. All right, everybody, welcome on back to segment three here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast on this Friday edition of the show. We started off talking with some of the injury news. The Eagles look to be getting back healthy. Lane Johnson, the biggest contributor coming back to the team. Now that he is back and healthy here in the locker room in Philadelphia, surrounded by a bunch of guys that love Lane Johnson. They speak highly of him. Jason Kelsey will be the first man to go to bat for him. So will Jalen Hurts. So will Nick Sirianni. Nick was wearing the 65 on his hat to pay tribute to Lane Johnson. And I'm excited to see him out there because it's going to be a tough task going against Yannick Ngakwe, Max Crosby, Carl Nassib, and that whole slew of interior rushers that they have in Las Vegas. And Jalen Hurts will be the one that everybody has their eyes on this week. And I look at this Raiders defense right now. They can be beat in both the run and the pass. They're much better in the passing game, much like the Eagles are. I would say they're built very similar to the Eagles. They have a high-quality number one cornerback right now in Casey Hayward, who is playing very well. Their safeties on the back end are a good duo with Jonathan Abram and Trevon Morig, who is a big fan of us here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast, coming out of Texas Christian University in the 2021 draft. But at the same time, just like the Eagles have good corners, they also have good wide receivers, and so do the Raiders. 
So I think when you're in practice and you're able to see the defense that this offense is going to be putting out there, I think you're going to see a lot of the same things. You'll see a little bit of man. You'll see a little bit of zone. Their linebackers are going to fly to ball a little bit more. But it all starts at the hands of Jalen Hurts and reading where you are going to pinpoint this team. I think it could be a big week for a guy like Jalen Rager who might be going against a guy in Armstead who is a shorter corner, can be beat with speed. But at the same time, Devontae Smith is in for a tall task out there at wide receiver as well as Quez Watkins because Oakland isn't going to let you pass it down their throats all day long. They're not going to let up the deep ball in terms of the pass game. So get that short passing game working. Get Dallas Goddard involved in those run-after-the-catch situations. I think early on, if you see a 12-6 to pass-to-run ratio through the first 18 or so plays, that would be pretty on par. And Jalen Hurts, right off the bat, has to improve that accuracy over the middle of the field. This Raiders defense is going to make you work for every window that you are going to be throwing into. Jalen, much like I talked about in that second talking point, has to be wise with his decision-making. He is going to have a bunch of trick looks thrown at him where linebackers are mugging the line and they're going to pop back up into coverage. And at times, this Raiders team is going to blitz you. They're a team that is going to come after you. Jalen has to see the blitz well, and he has to work that middle of the field because teams are going to pinpoint where his weak point is, and they're going to take away the sideline throws and make it difficult for him to work over the middle of the field where next-gen stats currently has Jalen Hurts as the lowest passer in the middle of the field in the NFL in terms of basically every metric, in terms of accuracy, yards, the, the whole nine. He has to improve that. Because when you go out there and you're playing man and at times the, the safeties can just play too high and cover those wide receivers, if your quarterback isn't willing to take throws over the middle of the field, one, they don't have to defend that area. And two, they make it much harder to work with the area that you do have. So if that is the case, look for Dallas Goddard to be a big recipient of a lot of those receptions over the middle of the field. I think they might look to showcase him here in his first game now coming back after COVID. Now with Zach Ertz out, he can get into a bigger rhythm. I think you have to work Miles Sanders and Kenny Gainwell into the short passing game as well because not only are they bad against the run in Oakland, where they lack against the run, they're also going to have spaces in the flat. They're going to have spaces behind the attacking defense where you can dump it out quick for Jalen Hurts to one of his playmakers who work best in yards after the catch situation. In the end, Derek Carr is the veteran quarterback in this game. He's the more experienced, and right now he's the better quarterback in this game. But can Jalen Hurts, in yet another game where he isn't the top guy, come out and say, okay, now I'm going to prove myself and play like the better player. I'm going to be the better quarterback in this game. Because a lot of those talking points I talked about with the Eagles, uh, Eagles offense going against the Raiders defense, being tough to take away the pass, not going to have many explosive plays on the back end. Derek Carr will be facing that same type of pressure up front. He'll be facing that same type of pressure on the back end. It should be a very even matchup when it comes to these two teams. But in the end, if it comes down to Jalen Hurts having to outthrow Derek Carr, a player who's averaging 300-plus yards per game in that passing offense, their top three in the league right now, it's going to be difficult for the Eagles have to have to will themselves back into this game. So, 
be a good decision maker, understand the pocket, and go play football, Jalen Hurts. He's an exciting guy. He's a guy that has all the fantasy football accolades currently. He is an electric factory in the run game. He just has to get down the pass game, and wins will come if that is the case. You held Tampa to 22, uh, 28 points. You were only six points away from beating them. You came back and beat Carolina the week before. You had a chance to beat Kansas City. Now put those good plays together consecutively. Go out there and do it in succession. Get a few drives going. You can't go out there again and have five out of six drives end in three and outs. This Eagles offense depends on the quarterback position to make a lot of it work, but it also depends on Nick Sirianni putting these guys in the right position to succeed. I think after 10 days off, a lot of self-scout talk, this Eagles team will come out fired up and ready to go. I'm not going to make a prediction in this game. I don't know what either of these teams are at this point, but I believe the Eagles will come out and play a much better snap-to-finish game than they have the past couple of weeks. And that'll do it here for me, Gino Camilleri, here on this Friday edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast, your first listen of each and every day. After you listen to the Locked On Eagles podcast, go check out with your second listen of every day, the Peacock and Williamson podcast. Those guys have been doing it. We've been talking about them for years here on the show. One of the best duos on the network. They give you all your NFL updates in 30 minutes or less. So go check out the Peacock and Williamson shows, your second listen of every day. If you also want to watch the show, go check us out on YouTube. Raider Nation hit us hard in the comments the last couple days here. They're ready for this game. We're ready for this game. We thank everybody that likes, subscribes, listens on any of our platforms, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud. You know where to get us. Go to the YouTube page. Go and chat with us on Twitter at GC24 underscore football for myself, at L-O-E for Lou, at Lockdown Birds, the mothership. Always go to LockdownEagles.com and find anything that we are putting out here on the show. We're always talking birds. We're always rooting for the guys in midnight and white. It's going to be a tough test going into Las Vegas. But as always, signing off, Gino Camilleri, Fly Eagles Fly.